Hey everyone, this is Adam Bergman, founder and CEO of Irie Financial. Welcome to another episode of AdBits, where I will be sharing bits of knowledge about self-directed retirement. If you want to learn more, you can subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us on social media. Just search IRA Financial. Hey, this is Adam Bergman. On today's Ad Bits, I want to talk about understanding the solo 401k contribution rules. Now, I'm excited to spend a few minutes on this topic because the solo 401k is the most robust retirement plan for the self-employed. So it's really important that if you are self-employed, have your own business, or have a business that has no full-time employees, which means less than a thousand hours, or two to three years of 500 or less hours, you may be eligible for a solo 401k. And to be eligible for a solo 401k is a great thing. And I'll talk about in a minute why it's the most robust plan for the self-employed. And the first reason comes back and comes down to contributions. What are contributions? That is money that you can take out of your salary or the net profits of the business and put that in a retirement plan. So you get two two benefits by making contributions. Number one, if they're pre-tax contributions, you get a tax deduction for what you put in which is super important because tax deductions reduce tax and you want to obviously reduce your taxable income. That is the whole point of tax planning. So the more you can put away from your income, the less tax you pay. Okay. And then number two, what's important is deferral. So the more money in your retirement plan, the more power you have to generate returns through the power of deferral. And deferral means your money grows faster when it's not subject to tax. So the idea is that if you have $100 in a 401k or $100 in a taxable savings account and you generate 10% rate of return at a 20% tax rate, in an IRA, you're going to have $110 and in a taxable account, you're going to have $108. So if you did that for the next 5, 10 15, 20 years, you can imagine how much more money you would have in a 401k. So those are the two benefits of making contributions. So when I say limits on contributions, there's a distinction between rollovers and contributions. There are no limits on how much you can roll into a 401k. You just need to make sure the money is coming from either another retirement plan, whether it's an IRA, 401k, 403b, 457b, defined benefit plan. You, you, need to make sure the money you're rolling over comes from a retirement plan. You can't just take $10 million in the bank or the house you own and just put it into an IRA or 401k. Only two ways you can fund it, rollovers from other retirement plans and contributions. So let's focus on contributions since that's why we're here. Contributions are important, okay? And the 401k, solo 401k to be more precise, allows you to put away a whole lot more money in a given year than you could in any IRA. So IRAs, traditional Roth IRAs, you can put away six or $7,000 if you're over 50. SEP IRA, you can put away $57,000. And a solo 401k, you can put away 57,000 plus an extra 6,500 if you're over 50. 
So you may be saying, well, that sounds a lot like the SEP. Why are we talking solo 401ks? So long as I'm under 50, why shouldn't I just put my money in a SEP? Well, a SEP is a profit sharing plan, meaning all you can put into a SEP is a percentage of your either net Schedule C or net self-employment number or your W-2 if you're a corporation. So if you're self-employed, meaning you have a sole proprietorship, you run the business out of your name, Adam Bergman or a doing business as, or you have a single member LLC, that's an LLC owned by you, you would file your taxes for the business on what's called a Schedule C as in Charlie. And that's attached to your income tax return, your 1040. So that's where you put all your business income and expenses, and then your net, net, net amount on the Schedule C is the amount subject to taxes. And you pay Social Security, FICA, income, state taxes on that amount. Okay, so if you took that number, because that is the number that is relevant for how much you can put into a solo 401k, a SEP IRA is just 20% if you're a Schedule C taxpayer, or 25% if you own a corporation like a C or S corp and you're the sole owner employee, W-2. So for example, if you made $40,000 net Schedule C, that's income minus expenses, your net net amount, assuming that's all you have, you would be able to put away 20% of 40,000 or about 8,000 bucks, okay? If you're a C or S Corp W2, you made 40 grand W2, you'd be able to put away 25% of 40,000. So that's pretty good. And the, the, the maximum you can put away is 57K. If you made a million dollars, you're capped at 57, even if you're over 50. Before 2001, the solo 401k, also known as a Keo plan, that's pretty much all you could do. So no one really set up solos before 01 because you might as well just set up a SEP IRA. 2001, we know what happens. 9-11 happens. Uh, obviously, tragic um, terrorist act uh, killed 3,000 plus people. It also had an impact on the economy. And President Bush signed in the act called EGTRA, the Economic Growth Tax Relief Reconciliation Act. I actually remember when this law was passed. I was a uh, uh, first year associate in New York City at a big law firm. And I remember having to like brief this new piece of legislation as like as part of an assignment uh, I was given. So I actually remember EGTRA when it was passed. And I actually never focused on the retirement related provisions. I was more focused on, on some of the international corporate tax provisions because that's really what my job was. So I never realized that there were some really important provisions in the extract, and a few of them are uh, as follows. So they added what's called an employee deferral component to the solo 401k. They also added a loan feature and they also added the ability to make Roth contributions. So again, before 01, no reason to do a solo or Keo. You might as well just do a SEP IRA, kind of in the same place, just a pure profit sharing plan. Extra comes in and now it adds all these benefits. Employee deferrals, let's start with that. Employee deferrals basically means you can put away dollar for dollar up to an amount from your salary. So in 2020, the employee deferral amount is 19.5 if you're under 50 or 26,000 if you're over 50. That means if you earn, for example, 20,000 bucks and you're under 50, you can put away pretty much close to 19.5 from your salary. Why do I say close? Because you have to take into account um, self-employment, FICA, Social Security taxes, which need to come out 
before you can make contributions. So that's why it's an approximate number. But uh, we have a calculator on the IRA Financial website where you can get the exact number of how much you can contribute, but it's close. Um, you just need to take off a few percentages for Social Security and FICA, um, depending on if you if you've maxed that out or not. But you can get an exact number on our website. So employee deferrals, unlike profit sharing, which is a percentage, 20 or 25 percent, employee deferral allows you to go 19.5 or 26 if you're over 50. So if you made 20 grand in the SEP IRA, self-employed only, you'd be able to put in 20% of 20. In a solo K, you'd be able to go 19.5. So that's pretty awesome. Okay, plus the solo 401k has the same profit sharing component as the SEP. So you get a two for one plan. You get for the same price, you get the profit sharing and the employee deferral. So let's run through some examples. You made $40,000 in a SEP, under 50, 20% self-employed, 8,000. Solo 401k, you do the same thing. You just have a solo K under 50, 19.5 plus that 8,000, giving you around 27.5, okay, out of the 40s. You're almost able to reduce your taxable income from 40, okay, down to about 13,000. Have all that 27 grand go into a retirement plan so you can invest it in traditional investments or also alternatives. That money is in your hands instead of the government's. It's growing without tax. So again, you have the two benefits. You have the deductions for the money going in, and you also have the benefits of deferral where your money's growing without tax. So you get a double benefit for the same amount. So that's why the solo 401k wins every time. If the SEP and the solo kind of went, battled it out uh, on the court every day, you know, one-on-one -on -one basketball, like the solo 401k would be Michael Jordan. The SEP IRA would be like a regular player. It's a no contest. Okay. So let's do some other examples. You're over 50 W2. You have your own little C corp or S corp and you make a hundred grand over 50. Okay. SEP IRA, 25% of a hundred, 25 grand. Solo K, 26,000, right? Dollar for dollar plus 25% of 100, giving you 51,000 out of that 100. So you've reduced your taxes that are, well, at least your taxable income from 100, okay, down to 51,000. That 49,000 of, of savings, or I should say 51,000 of savings, um, is now in your 401k, growing without tax, investing in where you want to invest. All the income and earnings grow tax deferred, not in the IRS's hands and you've saved your taxes. So you get the double benefits. Again, SEP IRA, no catch up, right? So it's 25% of 100, the max is 57, and the solo K has the catch up, 19.5 or the 26,000 if you're over 50, plus the profit sharing. Second benefit from extra, Roth contributions. SEP, everything's in pre-tax. You can't make a Roth contribution. Solo K, you can go 19.5 or 26, that employee deferral, that could be in pre-tax or Roth. Why do you want to go Roth? You don't get the tax deductions for Roth, but if you can hold the account open five years and wait to take a distribution until 59 and a half, all your money's tax-free. So whatever you pull out after 59 and a half and the account's been open at least five years, tax-free. So that's the benefit of the Roth. And you have that option, you know, in the right solo K. The third is the loan feature. SEP, you can't borrow a penny from your SEP IRA. If you want money, you got to take a distribution under 50, 
nine and a half, tax 10% penalty, over 59 and a half, just tax. Solo K, you can borrow up to 50K or 50% of your account value, whatever's less, use that loan for any purpose. You can do anything with it, just need to pay it back over a five year period, at least quarterly, at a low interest rate of, which is now prime, as per the Wall Street Journal, 3.25% July to 2020. So you get tax-free penalty for use of the cash, do whatever you want with it, and you're paying your plan back. So your plan is actually growing at a 3.25% rate. So those are the three things why the solo 401k kind of beats the SEP IRA every time. Why would you ever, ever, ever open a SEP IRA versus a solo? Only two reasons. Number one, you make a million bucks and you're under 50, you're gonna max out anyways, right? You're gonna hit the 57, whether you did in a SEP or solo. So I guess it doesn't matter. Number two, the SEP IRA has this funny little rule called the three and five rule. And it states that if you have employees that have not worked for you three of the last five years, you don't have to offer them benefits. So a lot of small new companies, or at least companies that just recently started hiring employees, they may stick with the SEP because they wouldn't have to offer any plan benefits to their employees because they wouldn't satisfy the three out of the five year um, versus going to a 401k and potentially having to offer plan benefits. So yes, you would have to stop the SEP if you wanted to once your employees work the three out of the five, but for that period, the SEP uh, could make more cost effective uh, sense versus the, the 401k. But other than those two instances, you always go solo. It's like Michael Jordan, again, against uh, a bench player. The bench player's got no chance. So the solo K wins every time. The most important thing to remember, if you're a sole proprietor, independent contractor, have a business, this doesn't have to be your full-time business. It could be a side business. What do I mean by side business? You can be a full-time employee of Apple on the side. You could um, you know, do consulting. You could do math tutoring, can even be Santa. Uh, I have a client that's a Santa Claus on the side and he makes a couple grand a year. Guess what? That's a self-employed business. He runs a Schedule C. He could have a solo K. So remember I mentioned there's two components. There's the employee deferral and the profit sharing. The employee can be, deferral can be in pre-tax or Roth. Profit sharing always in pre-tax like the SEP. Employee deferrals are individual based. So if you work for 10 companies or two companies, you can only put in 19.5 or 26 if you're over 50. Okay. That's it. Once you hit, if you work for Apple and you put away the 19.5, you're done. You can't do any more employee deferrals. Profit sharing is per company. So if you work for five companies or two companies, as long as you don't own more than 80% of both businesses and are not part of what's called a control group, you can technically do profit sharing for multiple businesses. So profit sharing is per business, employee deferral is per person, capped at 19.5 or 26. And the aggregate amount is um, for one plan is 57 or 63.5 if you're over 50. You can go past the 63.5 if you're lucky, to have, lucky enough to have multiple companies. For example, you max out of 19.5 with Apple, but your um, profit sharing um, on your consulting business is a million bucks. Um, you'd have the ability to go up um, to, um, for example, you know, 57 or 63.5 on the profit sharing. Um, and you'd be able to uh, extend that over the, the limits if you have multiple plans. But what you can't go over is the 57 
excuse me, is the 19.5 or the 26. That is a max per uh, individual. So a few other things to remember if you're considering a solo or if you have a solo. Uh, some people ask, why is it 20% for a sole proprietor or single member LLC, not 25%? Well, it's kind of complicated, but it's, and there's actually an explanation on an IRS publication 560. I believe it's page 23. There's like a step-by-step -step worksheet for how this calculation can be found. But it's basically, they don't want you to double dip. So if they gave you the 25%, because the Schedule C also can file on your 1040, there's the ability to double dip and get added um, deduction. So that's why it's, it's limited to the 20%. Um, so just something to keep in mind, if you're sole proprietor, single member LLC, that profit sharing, whether it's SEP or Solo K is 20%, not 25%. 25% only if you're a W-2 or if you are a partner in a partnership that has you know, multiple uh, partners, an LLC with a bunch of owners, um, either get a W-2 or a guaranteed payment, and that would likely also be a 25% profit sharing because it's not a Schedule C taxpayer. So just something to keep in mind, uh, the solo 401k, again, is the most robust uh, you know, plan for the self-employed. If you are self-employed or have a small business with no full-time employees, this is a plan you need to set up. Even if you're not making tons of money right now, just put away a little bit of money each year and it will make a huge uh, difference. The uh, whole concept of deferral, again, is the power. It's one of the two advantages of these types of plans. The first is clearly you get the tax deduction if you do a pre-tax contribution, which means you're gonna save the amount of tax you pay, which is uh, obviously super important. Um, and also, um, you have the ability to grow um, your your retirement base. So I'm just going to give you you know just a quick example of, of how powerful this could be. Let's say you're let's say you start making contributions to a 401k at 30, okay, and let's say you go to 70 years old, okay. Forget about 72. We're just going to keep it at 70 uh, for now. Let's say you put away. Uh, your this is new business. You don't have that much opportunity, but let's say you can put away. Um, uh, let's just say um, 6,000 bucks a year, okay? So your business is doing okay, and you're gonna save a little bit of money. Uh, well, actually, let's do more than six, because an IRA is six. Let's do 9,000 a year, okay? So that from 30 to 70, um, you would essentially be putting away, at that point, um, $360,000 in contributions if you just went for 40 years, $9,000 a year, assuming you didn't even make more money, right? Um, all you did uh, was 9,000 for the next 40 years. Um, and let's just say a 7.5% rate of return, which is way less than the average returns in the S&P 500 over the last 90 years, which is close to 10%. And let's say, um, again, you generated that 7.5 rate of return on the 9%. Uh, uh, on the 9,000, excuse me, and let's just say your, your tax rate's 30%, just so we can see how much you're saving. If you did it in a 401k, at 70 years old, you would have $2.1 million tax-free if you did in a Roth. It would be tax-deferred if it was in a traditional pre-tax 401k. And if you did it in a taxable account, you'd only have $1.8 million, okay? So you'd lose um, all that. Well, that's actually at a 25% um, tax rate. If you did a 30% tax rate, it would, it would go down. So um, clearly you're saving um, a lot of money. The most important thing is you'll have over $2 million at age 70. 
let's say you just did it to 60, forget about 70, okay? You would have 967,000. But let's say you average, let's say you were able to do 12,000 a year, right? Now you're up at 1.2, almost 1.3 million. So having the 401k lets you put away a lot more than an IRA, more than a SEP IRA. You can save more in taxes. You can defer more or get more tax-free growth. It's really the win-win. Um, it's how smart people save. If you're self-employed, have your own business, um, you have an advantage over everyone else. Even if you worked at Apple or Google, you're only going to be able to put away 19.5 or 26, and maybe you get a three or four percent match from the employer if you're lucky. Um, I worked at law firms for nine, ten years, large law firms. I never got a match. Okay, uh, we give our employees at Ivory Financial four percent match, so um, you, you get a little bit of benefit. But in a solo K, you can do a 20 or 25 percent match, whole lot of better, right? So again. Being self-employed has advantages. You're it's your own boss. You have flexibility. Hopefully, you're doing what you love. Plus, you have the added bonus of being able to save and, and really uh, maximize your retirement and wealth savings through a, a solo 401k. So, again, I hope this ad bits was interesting. I hope you uh, learned something. If you're self-employed or a small business, you need to set up a solo K. It's not something you should do. It's a, it's a requirement. It's a must because you're leaving literally $2 million on the table. So you need to do it. Um, and the beauty with, with our plans is you can do traditional investments like stocks, but you can also do alternative assets like, like real estate. So you get the best of both worlds. There's the loan feature. If you ever want to borrow some money, you can do pre-tax or Roth. Easy administration. If you have less than 250, you don't have to file anything with the IRS. If you have more than 250K in asset value, you have to file a really simple form called the 5500EZ. So um, that's it. It's, it's a really no-brainer. Um, and hopefully you, uh, you, you enjoyed this little nugget of information um, I'm sharing with you uh, today. So thanks for all your support. Thanks for listening. Uh, subscribe if you haven't already. Um, and um, I will talk to all you guys soon. Thanks again for listening. Uh, until next time.